comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Mahachko, joined as always by the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. Welcome. Hello. Great to see you again, Mike. Yes, indeed. It is great to be here. How you been, buddy? Been doing good. The week the week is over. I wish it was warmer out right now. Unfortunately, we're back to winter weather. And then next week, who knows? And then week after that, maybe winter weather again. I don't know. It's about nine days away from spring right now, and there's snow outside. Not much, but there's a little bit of snow outside. So besides that, I'm doing good. It's Friday. I feel like we've been on a cycle where like decent weather, crap weather, decent weather, crap weather. Yep. And, and the crap weather always happens right before the weekend. You know, like we get cold oh, yeah. weather and precipitation on Thursday or Friday. So, yep, absolutely. Yep. So, um, well, <laughs> well, I forgot where I was going with that. I don't know either. Um, uh, have, you, have you been reading anything? You've been watching anything? Have you been doing anything i've been starting i started re-watching uh so it, it's no secret i've i've watched the office a couple times and i, I tend right. to finish up the office and then start the office and okay. i started watching the super fan episodes on on peacock but i only made it a few into that i think i need an office break okay understandable so what i've been what i've been picking up instead i've been starting to rewatch scrubs Oh, okay. How many how many seasons with Scrubs? Eight. Yeah, I, was saying, I feel like it was a lot. Oh, uh, and and they switched networks somewhere in in their run, like after five seasons or something, they went from one to another. Um, the 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 funny thing about Scrubs, so Scrubs was, I don't know what maybe some consider the height of like medical TV shows. When Scrubs right. was on, uh, House was on, Grey's Anatomy was on, and there I'll never forget. I don't remember the publication. I can Google it, but I'm not going to. Uh, but it, it said like of all the medical shows that were on TV, the one that was most medically accurate was Scrubs. Oh, okay. I mean, you think about a, a little kind of sitcom set in a hospital type of thing, but they were most accurate as, as far as you know medicine and treatments and things like that and while they had a, a lot of uh side story romances mm-hmm. they were you know like Grey's anatomy is just one big unnecessary soap opera of crap right right yeah and how, i actually enjoy house i enjoy like the the procedural you know who done it uh when the who done it is a virus or bacteria or right. illness or ailment of some sort. So I, I appreciate that. But, but I, you know, cause because scrubs is a little shorter, it's a little, you know, lighter. You can laugh. I found this out though, because not that I don't remember, but I don't always contextualize things. Scrubs is not always a show that you can have with, uh, on TV with a six-year-old in the room. 
because yeah. as the show plays in, in JD's brain, oftentimes there's going to be random doctors or nurses taking off shirts and wearing bras and stuff. And like, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll pump the brakes, uh, put on animal planet for a little while. Yeah. I mean, they're still doing things in on animal planet, just like, uh, uh, the, um, Oh, I can't think of that band now. Their song, uh, "You and Me, Baby, Ain't Nothing But Mammals." Do it like we do on the Discovery Channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Um, I can't think uh, of Blood, Bloodhound Game. Bloodhound Game. Bad Touch. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so you still see some things, but you, you know, like that's just what they do in uh, nature, buddy. Uh, you don't have to be like that's what we do. We, we close the bedroom door, buddy. You know, it's it's a. Uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was wondering when you were talking about, I, you know, obviously, I, I was like, if being six, does he not see like, you know, his, you know, like, does the mom not walk around every once in a while, or is it like very private, you know, like, um, well, most of that, are you talking about my wife? Yes. Yeah, like you know, she showers one out in the morning before he's run to bed. So there's not a whole lot of like, you know, walking around in our underwear in this house. Right. Uh, I would say some, some houses are like that. Some aren't. So, you know, I, you know, either way is good. I, I was in uh, a client's house. I'm probably speaking of it. And they they had their underwear. (laughs) Nothing, but like, you know, it was six o'clock in the evening, something like that. And they had, you know, probably a two and a half, three year old, you know, he fully mobile with no problems. But like right, we right. walk in the door and this kid, you know, little boys just, you know, wearing a shirt. And that was it. I'm like, yeah. uh, I, I get it. You know, I, I, I'm yeah. a parent, so you don't even don't even blush about it. Yeah. It's like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I say, I say it, it depends on the, the two or three year old. I know my some of my uh, nephews, especially one in particular, when he was about that age, he hated wearing clothes like it was. It, it, when his mom or dad would put clothes on him, it was almost like they were putting blankets of fire on him. Like he would scream <laughs> and stuff. And I would just be like, what? It's going, and when I, I would see it whenever he was over at my mom's house and I would go over there, you know, for like Christmas and stuff. He'd just be, you know, maybe in his diaper or maybe in, you know, whatever, just underwear, just running around. I, I have noticed that the twins, you know, like because there's no bladder or bowel control, mm-hmm. we right. got to keep them covered. Yes, yes. But for they love bath time. Okay. Um, and like they love that minute, uh, or you know, that that span of time from mm-hmm. taking the dirty diaper off to putting the new diaper on. And then that's when they start fighting, like they start, you know, acting like they're you know, collegiate wrestlers and trying to, <laughs> you know, get off their back and and, and yep. roll away because yep. they don't want it's like I get it, man. I I yep. too wish. Well, I wish I had their confidence, really. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, ah, to be the, the confidence of a one-year-old, you know, just like oh, here man. I am, world. <laughs> oh, uh, but to answer your question, I haven't read anything. <laughs> okay, okay. I did uh, watch I- something. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, go ahead. No, what you watch? Uh, it, this came to me from uh, my co-host on the West Coast, uh, Chad Smart from the Power Half Hour. It's the Beastie Boys story. It's on Apple TV. I watched it over the course of a couple evenings. It's about two hours ish. Um, 
for those who don't know, uh, at one time in my life, I was a huge Beastie Boys fan. And uh, it, it used to be, you know, like going to baseball practice in high school. I, we'd be, you know, windows down and, and rocking out to, to the Beastie Boys. And, you know, they still hold a special place uh, to me. But I had, you know, I, I don't listen to music much anymore at all. It's podcast, really. Um, right, yeah. Podcasts or, or sports, you know, ball games on, on broadcast, uh, whatnot. Um, so we did an episode a couple of weeks back on the Power Half Hour about the, uh, it, it's the shortened uh, soundtrack of our our lives, you know, movies movies based on our lives. And, and I had uh, Beastie Boys Fight for Your Right. Come to find out that, Five for your right is not even a song that they, you know, intended for its, no. you know, meathead <laughs> use that I that I attributed it to. Um, but it, it, you know, so I Chad told me about this show on Apple Plus or Apple TV. Um, it's the Beastie Boys story, and it's uh the two remaining uh Beastie Boys, which would be Mike D and uh, Ad Rock. MCA, of course, passed sadly 2012, I think. Yeah. Gosh, it's been that long. Um, and, and they they're not doing any more music. You know, they they are honoring honoring the band that was and, and are, you know, it's it uh, Marvel. I, you could almost say say that Marvel took a, a page out of the Beastie Boys book uh, by not replacing, not recasting uh, Black Panther. Yeah, uh, yeah. Similarly to what Beastie Boys uh, did. You know, but, but they did a, a run of shows probably in New York, but maybe they took it on the road. Uh, uh, Two man shows uh, that they're telling the story of the Beastie Boys from, you know, their beginnings in in New York City and and how they found each other and like going to clubs in in the early 80s when they were 14 years old because nobody cared. (laughs) You know, Uh, this was before the drinking age was 21. It was 18. And and I remember uh, I was actually just watching a clip of uh, the the two guys, Adam and, and Mike on on uh, Fallon. Uh, I think they were promoting the book and, and the show uh, partially, but the book being the Beastie Boys book, and then this is the the show or the special being the Beastie Boys story. And I said, yeah, when when the drinking age was eighteen, like nobody cared. You know, you didn't even have to flash a yeah. fake ID; you could just flash a piece of paper. If it looked like it was laminated, then you got it. <laughs> type of thing. Uh, so that you know, they they went they they hung out all the time. They they were brothers as much as they were bandmates, you know? Um, but it was, it was a really, it, it was a fun, it was a touching uh, story at times, of course, when they're talking about all, you know, the, the career of the band and, and, and how after a period of time, they all kind of did their own thing and then, and then came back. Uh, so I, if you're a Beastie Boys fan and I, I know that this is not the nature of Nerd United, but if you're a Beastie Boys fan, I encourage you to check out the Beastie Boys story on Apple plus or Apple TV. Yeah, in fact, I looked looked it up, and I actually have Apple TV because I canceled it, but I still had a month left. So I have until March 20th to watch it. So I definitely am going to watch it. I have that marked down. Probably will start watching it today, I would say. Um, other thing that uh, I started watching a little bit of today is The Adam Project. Yes. On- Yes, that on is Netflix. on Netflix. Um, in Netflix as of today, uh, March 11th, uh, 311 yes. day for, for you music yes. heads while we're talking uh, uh, music. Um, the Adam Project is definitely one that I'll watch this weekend uh, mm-hmm. because of. Uh, so let me tell you about my day, Mike. 
Okay. About two something, I heard crying from the other room. And okay. a few minutes later, my wife walks in with one of the twins. I say that because if it was for something, right, I, I probably would have gotten up, gotten the twin, brought him downstairs, which happened earlier this week. We right, right. We got one who's just like, "Hey, it's the middle of the night. Fuck it, I'm gonna cry." <laughs> right. Um, and you know, we we tried the like, let him figure it out, let him self soothe, as as they say. Uh, but he also shares a room with the other twins. We don't want to wake both of them up. So it's yeah, yeah. You know, yeah that, gotcha. that that balance. But uh, so my wife brought him in and I look, I looked at my phone at the time. I'm like, oh no, it's too early for me. <laughs> so uh, I, I can say that knowing she doesn't listen to the show. Right. Um, so I, you know, she brought him in into the bed uh, where he fell asleep in between us. And that was kind of it. I felt some, you know, I, I moving around and a little bit of fussing and, and I tried like repositioning, trying to get him comfortable. Uh, this was after some time had passed. So I, I looked at my phone, it was five 35 and I said, all right, let's go downstairs. Um, yeah. turned, got brown. So I've been up for a while. Um, but okay. I say all that to say that I, I, I haven't had time to watch the Adam project today. Uh, and there's a new kind of family animated Pixar or something like that on Disney plus today. I can't remember the name of it, but I know turning my, red. There you go. Uh, my oldest said he wanted to watch that. He was, we were trying to uh, help him understand like release dates and things like that. Cause he first saw that, you know, saw a promo for it weeks back. Right. Like, buddy, we're going to wait till March 11th. Okay. So now it's March 11th. So we'll do that tonight. Um, yeah. But this weekend I'll, I'll watch the Adam project for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I was going to say, uh, I, I listened, I listened to the sh- soundtrack um, episode that you guys did on the 30 minute, half hour, power hour. Uh, I think I, I think I gave you like a B minus. I think I gave Chad like a C on, on your, but here's the, and, and I realized you don't, when you're, you guys went a little bit over, but you said you were going to, and it was fine. You know, 34 minutes or something like that. And I realized you, once you put the beginning and end on it, you release it, you put it out. So you don't really listen to it. You know, I understand that, but there was a point near the end that would have been the perfect end to it because normally, like you said, the, it, once you reach 30 minutes, bam, the, the outro starts, right? Yeah. And you try, guys weren't doing to, that this, try this time. Try to. Yeah. Yeah. You guys weren't doing that this time. I totally get that. But you said something along the lines of like, and you guys had done everything and you're, you're like, oh, I don't know how we, since we normally, we end just at the 30 minute mark. I don't know how we're supposed to end this. I don't know what we normally do. And uh, Chad goes, well, we should probably just end it or something like that. He says, says something like we probably end it. And then you go, yeah. All right. So anyway, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> talks a little bit more. I'm like, oh, dude, but as soon as he said end it, it should have just been bam, cut off. Like right there, like end it right there. But Mike, I'm going to start sending all the audio files to you first. To uh, well, uh, that would that would have been the only one that we would have been able to do everything else. Because like I said, you guys time it out where it's at. You know, approximately at 30 minutes. You know, 29 minutes 58 seconds or something like that. It ends. You know, we try really hard to keep the power yeah. half hour to a half hour. Half hour. So yeah. But I would say the latest episode, you guys would not shut up about baseball. 
Oh my God. <laughs> well, okay. If you, if you guys love base, any listener out there, if you love baseball, listen to the Greg and Chad or Chad and Greg's power half hour MLB episode, 30 minutes of nonstop MLB talk. Man, is there going to be a part two of that, Greg? I think we're actually going to try to pick it up where we left off uh, uh, last week. So, but there, I also hear that there's news. Uh, I also believe that uh, the lockout or strike or, or uh, yes. whatever you want to call it is over. So they've reached a new tentative collective bargaining agreement, which means that I mean, we, we might have already talked all the baseball we need to talk, really. I learned that there was a strike and a resolution all <laughs> in the same day. I, th- I, I thought you were going to say, I learned that in baseball there was a strike and also right. a ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, I, I, I have a new uh, plan of attack, Mike. Because okay. if you recall last week, I, I showed you this book, Once and Future. Yes. From Boom Studios, uh, Kieran Gillen, Dan Mora, Tamara Bonvillain. Uh, and it's still sitting there as much read this week as it was last week. Right, right. And I have several <laughs> very large trade paperbacks that encompass p- potentially a year's worth of, of story uh, that are, have either been started and unfinished or not yet started. But I also have a couple of much more palatable, easy to digest, shorter trade paperbacks that I think I'm going to try to knock out this week. And they're not new. These are not, you know, like, we'll talk about it next week and right. n- not worry about spoiling because one, I believe, let me double check, is from, he said, with so much certainty. Why would they do that? They make the print so dark next to the background that's so dark. All right, so this one, I think, is 2019. Anyway, uh, Marvel Zombies Resurrection. Okay, nice. Very timely with uh, What If. Yes. And then we have, I think, going back even further, this is from 2015, and that is Deadpool Kills Deadpool. Okay, nice. And what's really nice about this one is I actually acquired this one at a Cape Comic-Con. Okay. And I know that. Do you see that name right there? Bun? Colin Bun wrote this. Okay. And I know that I acquired it at a Cape Comic Con because what do you see there, Mike? Oh, a good old signature there. A good old signy. So Very nice. Um, and I'm almost certain that I've never read this. I mean, I might Is have. Is there going to be a Cape Con this year? There will be a Cape Con this year. Like like in person? Yes. Okay, awesome. Don't ask me when. Okay. I don't have that kind of information. Yes, I, I, I don't even know if that information is out or not. And eventually, Mike, we'll have to get together. I want you to read We Live before too much more time goes on. Um, okay. But yeah, so I think I'm just going to... It's kind of like tasks in you know, like the, the home world or, or like when I was... When I was a younger lad in school, you know, and I'd have a small assignment for homework and a larger assignment, my mom right. always said, and I, you know, mom's not always right, but she's almost always right. She's like, do the quick ones, the small, the short, you know, the, the, the quick assignments 
first and get them out of the way. Like mark, mark them off okay. your to-do list. So I think that's what I'm going to try to do with these here uh, comic books. Yeah, makes sense. So. I'll say the only thing I, I talked about the Ultimates uh, last week, and I finished that, and then I started reading uh, Kevin Smith's Green Arrow run. Quiver. Yes, uh, and I, I'm only a couple pages into it, but one of the first things I noticed was Phil Hester's art on there, which I think is absolutely amazing. But And, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, this is what I think of it. It almost reminds me of like 80s cartoon style. Yeah I, yeah, I can see that. Um, and I, I, it reminds me because it's got now you're looking at it there, um, mm-hmm. but it has like thicker outlines, does it not? Yes, absolutely. Yes, very much so. So in, in that regard, it reminds me of the animation style of the Clerks cartoon. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah. And we're both we're both looking at something. I guess I, I I I've seen the Clerks animation, but I I don't I need to like see it again to really be like oh yeah oh yeah absolutely hundred percent yeah yeah Which anybody- makes a, a I mean I, I'm actually looking to see here if if uh, and I miss the Clerks cartoon by the way uh, I had the DVD uh, collection of it if you will. But right. it, uh, I, I don't know if, if they they got damaged or something. I don't know. Um, so I, I, I no longer have. Right. And it makes me sad. You know, if you would have gotten it uh, on digital, you would still have it. Is it available? I'm sure which, it's available on digital, right? Which makes it which makes digital better than DVDs. Are we going to really really open up that? Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. You just you know, point point for digital. You're, now you're just being hateful. <laughs> Why don't you uh, say something else, intelligent smartass? Uh, I will also say, uh, going back to your soundtrack, uh, I still find it very odd that uh, one Chad Smart did not know "Damn It" from Blink One Eighty Two. Well, he's like, well, you know, I've, I've heard the band. I just, uh, you know, wouldn't. Uh... I, I'm glad he's heard of the band at least, because that that. I would have crashed my car if I if, I, if he would have said, <laughs> "Well, Blink One Eighty Two, I've never heard of them." Yeah, um, I forgot. Well, I forgot the ones you had on, but I know Blink One Eighty Two was one of yours. Blink One Eighty Two was like my opening montage opening. Could, from the standpoint of uh, the lyrics. Of, well, I guess this is growing up. It's growing up, yeah. Uh, so that that was that, and then. Uh, I had Beastie Boys "Fight for Your Right" is like you know, like okay. my coming of age. Yeah, and then my third one would have been uh, uh, "P.S. I Love You" from yeah. uh, the Pogues for you know, like the, the falling in love type of uh, avenue. And then I had the Imperial Death March uh, for you know parenthood, <laughs> or at least what I believe is what my son hears when. Uh, you know, he, he hears me up and moving. Uh, and then my funeral scene uh, was the highway men with highway man. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah, I was right. B, 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 B minus started off really strong. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. I get it. It is what. It oh, is. Greg. Oh, Mike. We got so some we know what. what uh, you know what? Let's uh, we'll get the, the small ones out of the way. Uh, the quick ones. 
the Wonka movie. <laughs> I I feel like you're uh, pulling a, a page from uh, from my mom. Yes, yes, exactly. The legacy of uh, the the Wonka movie starring uh, Timothy Chalamet. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, I've only seen a um, like a still for it. Correct. And I don't I don't even know if it's an official one or if somebody just photoshopped uh, something. No, it looks like it's an official one. But I don't know too much about it except it's coming out in 2023. It got pushed back. This was a a, a string of a long uh, shuffle, I suppose, um, for Warner Brothers movies that got uh, moved around. And, and Wonka got pushed back to next year. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm assuming this is like a pre-Wonka thing because he he seems too young to be Willy Wonka. I believe it is a yes, like a prequel. Okay, type. Because I know he's tr- probably twenty something, but you know he's one of those young faces. He, I tell you, there there are some uh, pictures of him as one, like some of the um, production stills or promotional images that they have of him, where he looks reminiscent of a young uh, Tom Huddleston. Hiddleston, Hiddleston. Oh yeah, Loki. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Hiddles, Hiddles, yeah, Hiddleston. Okay, yes, absolutely, yes. So, yeah, could be could be good, could be good time. Yeah, are you, you know, I mean, it's, it's are you a, a Wonka ball. fan? Are you a Wonka fan? I I see. I know. I know. When I was little, I saw uh, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. I think I know. I saw Charlie in Chocolate Factory for sure, and I I think I saw Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. I'll be honest with you. I'm probably I don't have any plans to check out Wonka with Timothy Chalamet because I read it's a musical, and I don't do musicals. I don't know that that's the case. That's what it says. Where? Where did it say that? On Google. It says, Wonka is an upcoming musical fantasy film directed by Paul King from a screenplay written by Simon Farnaby and King. The film serves as a prequel to the 1964 novel Charlie and the Chocolate Factory by Roald Dahl and stars Timothy Chalamet as the title character following his early days an eccentric chocolatier. Yes. So according to IMDb, the story will focus specifically on a young Willy Wonka and how he met the Oompa Loompas on one of his earliest adventures. Yes. But as I look at the cast, and this is this is where it's important. Um, I'm not entirely, well, I, I don't know how many of these people are on, on the musical side of you know, talent. Uh, well, I mean, nowadays, you know, that doesn't really matter too much. I mean, I don't, it's come, it doesn't come out for another year, so... I'm we sure got all kinds of trailer. time to change your mind. We'll have, well, if, if the trailer comes out and there's not people singing in it, that's a good thing. All right. So I, I scroll down a little further. Genres, it says adventure, comedy, family, fantasy, musical. So, okay. Yeah. See, I guess you're right. It, because I'll take IMDb's word over that of Google. Understandable. All right. All right. Moving uh, on. What else got? Let's see. On? Then we have, uh, well, uh, Quick ones. Uh, we have the Pinocchio. There's two Pinocchio films coming out. One on Netflix, one on Disney Plus. One on Disney Plus, I believe, is the like you said, 
or no, the Netflix one is the Guillermo del Toro animated one. Yes, sir. I think that one doesn't that one have a trailer out already? I don't know. I think it does because there was one, and I don't know maybe if this is the third one that has Polly Shore as the voice of Pinocchio, and it just oh. throws everybody off. Everybody was making fun of it. There's I a teaser. There's a little teaser trailer from about a month ago for the Guillermo del Toro Pinocchio. Maybe that's it. Um, I don't see anything here. Uh, about a cast, I apologize. Gregory Mann plays Pinocchio. Uh, Finn Wolfhard is Kendall Wick. Ewan McGregor is the talking something. Uh, Tilda Swinton is in it. Kate Blanche. Actually, it sounds like a very nice cast. Ron Perlman. David Bradley, you know, it could be it could be a nice uh, vocal cast for Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Yeah, the the one that's Pinocchio, a true story, a twenty twenty two movie. That one has cast of Pauly Shore, Tom Kenny, and John Heater. I don't know if that's like I said, if it's a third one or if that's the. Uh, um, one for Guillermo del Toro. You would no. you would think that would say Guillermo del Toro on it. Yeah, this one is different. Okay, so there's three of them coming out then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Also, I guess I don't know. I, this is the first I've heard of the Pinocchio: A True Story one. Yeah. So it's I only reason I know about it because like I saw clips of it and they like so they saw a trailer and Polly Shore's voice is just you know there. it's not what you would expect for Pinocchio just. Very whiny. Yeah. Well, but I mean, uh, the Disney Plus one has Tom Hanks as Geppetto. Yes, and I, uh, this is why I, you know, I, I shared that that still image or, or that uh-huh. link uh, of Geppetto and Pinocchio, and again, that Pinocchio looks right out of the 1938 cartoon. And I, I gave it the caption of "I expect people will be divided." on this or in this. And the reason being is I'm not entirely sure that people want live action remakes okay. of beloved Disney cartoons, Disney animated films. However, people yeah. love Tom Hanks. True. True. So I can see where it could be like, I don't know, like nobody was asking for it, but it's Tom Hanks and he's America's dad. Well, now I, I completely understand what you're saying, but I would have to disagree with you saying that people don't want live action remakes. People say that they don't want live action remakes and then they go watch it. To your point, because I don't disagree. The vocal minority. Yeah. Doesn't want, by the way, you just leaned over a little bit and we're like using your arm and bracing, you know, on, on your table or yeah. desk, your guns are massive, dude. Like, oh, thank you. You are, are, Throwing out some serious like arm meat. It it must have been just a good angle. I don't know. But I mean, I do work out. But I work out. I don't. Uh, look at that. Ah, <laughs> uh, 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 thank you. You're welcome. So I, I don't. Know. What do you think? Uh, were you? Let me ask you this question first. Are you a fan of the OG Pinocchio cartoon? I think I remember liking it. So you don't have young kids. So you don't like go no. back and watch any like classic 
Disney animation. No, like we do here. I, I don't get me wrong. I would like when this comes. I, I mean, I, I I could see myself at some point in time uh, rewatching Pinocchio. Uh, in fact, I, there was something I was rewatching like a while back, and I can't remember what it was. Uh, yeah, my son has no interest in watching stuff like that, though. Uh, we do watch older stuff together, but not animated. I when this comes out on Disney Plus, I'll probably check it out. You know, maybe at least a little bit of it. So, uh, by the way, it is a Robert Zemeckis picture. Okay. Uh, okay. The or- I was off by two years. The original, because I know the comments are going to blow up about my blunder. Um, but the original Pinocchio was 1940, not 1938. So, um, okay. Apologies. By the way, that OG Pinocchio uh, had a budget of 2.6 million dollars, which mm-hmm. I find kind of fun. I mean, maybe it's adjusted for inflation. Uh, with a box right. office of 164 million dollars. So, Jeez, that uh, that's a nice little ROI, if you know what I mean. They did they did pretty good. Nobody's complaining. Um, but I'm trying to find. I'd be curious to know if they were going to recast the voice of Pinocchio. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's a way. Certainly, there's the technology, and Disney's one of the few people on the world uh, or, you know, companies in the world that have the technology to isolate the original voice of Pinocchio. I think that'd be yeah. tremendous. Yeah. I don't think you can do that. However, in, you know, because eventually you'll have real boy uh, right, right. Pinocchio and he'll, you know, want his own thing. So, yeah. Um, Going back, I don't know if we're going to go all, all around the place. Well, I forgot to mention this when I was talking about the Green Arrow, uh, Kevin Smith, Phil Hester thing. I, I just find this kind of interesting because I was looking up stuff on Wikipedia about Phil Hester. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, known for his extensive collection of original comic art, he is the originator of the Hester Paradox, wherein the, wherein the collection is so large that it is prohibitively expensive to ensure and yet is too valuable not to insure. Interesting. Yeah, I just I, th- I thought that was, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, if he wants to give some of the art away to me, that's fine. You know, I that would help probably help him out. Oh, you know, yeah. well, you know. Oh, or, I mean, I, I don't know. Do you want to insure him? Just does my company um yeah. No, just you personally. Oh. I mean, I, I could do what I, I do my best. My problem is that okay. he's an alum of the University of Iowa, oh. which, which means that he's kind of like less than. So that's you know what I, what what were you guys talking about on the on your podcast that you met uh, Chad mentioned? I think it was Chad mentioned Iowa. There was somebody that was from Iowa. Maybe it was Al. Oh, you were to mention about Alan Richardson. Yes, Alan Richardson. Yeah, Allerson, and then Chad mentioned that he's from Iowa, I believe. I thought you were going to be like, oh, well, never mind. <laughs> no, he's uh, from North Dakota. North Dakota, okay. I thought there was something about Iowa in there. Maybe I don't, I may I don't, have heard it wrong. I don't know, but it's hilarious because, like, we, we, you and I both, we really enjoyed the, the show Reacher. You know, that first season came out. Oh, yeah. And you smartened me up to the fact that despite how he is filmed, uh, you know, he's not six foot eight. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but on Fat Man Beyond, they're still talking about this like gigantic man. And they're <laughs> like, he's he's realistically, he's my height. 
you know, he, right, right, yeah. he wears it a lot better than I do, but he's my height. He might even be your height and weight. No, I think he said uh, in, in his, cause thanks to you, I've been listening to uh, uh, inside of you right, with right. Uh, the Michael Rosenbaum podcast. And I the first the first one I listened to was with Alan Richin and he said that he was like up to 220 or something like that. Okay. And his 220. And even when I was 220, you know, a few years ago, it's right. They're two different 220. Slightly different. Slightly different. Yeah. They're yeah. Uh, definitely differently uh, distributed or proportioned. So, yeah. I'd say um, another good one to listen to. If you like the Alan Richardson one, uh, there's some Zach Levi ones in there that oh, are really good. Yeah. I, I did listen to one, the, the more recent yeah. of them. And I've also yeah, listened that's to the, that's probably one. Uh, Alexander Ludwig of Vikings and Heels. Uh, okay, I, listened, I started listening to that one. I haven't finished it. I listened to the most recent Tom Welling, which was fun. As yeah, a big, small those version. are always good ones. Yep. Um, so, yeah, uh, here on our podcast, what we like to do most of all is talk about other more successful podcasts. We promote other podcasts that don't really need promotion. no. Oh. What we need to do is find a way to get a little advertising time on the old Rosenbaum show. Yes. I'll so, talk to Rosie. I'll see what he says. Me and him are right. friends. We, yeah, we, yes, we <laughs> So uh, be looking for Tom Hanks as Geppetto in Pinocchio in the fall, exclusively on Disney Plus. Yes. Uh, I want to uh, go back. I, I, don't yeah, know if, go I don't know what direction you wanted to take this, but Any, I anywhere, to, anywhere. I wanted to go back to talk about some of these other um movies that were being bumped around by Warner brothers. Go for it. I think partly because we started it and then you jumped off of it. And, and so my okay. OCD wants to jump back and finish that. I got you. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Sounds good. Yeah. So as we look at, we mentioned, of course, uh, uh, Wonka and there was, uh, uh, there's a movie coming out starring uh, Jason Memoa. Uh, that was originally, uh, going to be a December 22 release uh, or December 2022, if I got to get technical. And that's been pushed back to March of 2023. And that's Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. So essentially a year from now is when we'll get our Aquaman uh, sequel. Oddly enough, on March 17th. Now, what would you rather do on St. Patty's Day, Mike? Would you rather go see Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom or would you rather go to your nearest uh, pub and or tavern and drink some green beer oh i mean uh, if if you asked me 10 years ago i thought that's an easy answer now i'm not sure and I, I don't know maybe i do go see aquaman you know how they make green beer right they make regular beer and they diet food coloring yeah do you think because we know if you've ever had like a cake and I know because your body is a temple and you don't give a sugary thing. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, whereas my body is a fun house. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, but if you, you know, like let's say you eat cake and it has colorful frosting and the mm-hmm. frosting is blue or green. Uh, right. I, I hate to, I hate to turn this in, into a toilet show, but it'll change the color of your poop green. And that's just yeah. science. I don't remember because it's been a long time since I've had copious amounts of green beer. I don't remember if you drink a bunch of green beer and then you have green poop. Well, now what day of the week is um, that on St. Patrick's day on? Well, it's, We're not on, lucky. 
it's on a uh, Thursday this year, so it'll be on a Friday yes. next year. Oh, man. That's no fun because I was going to say, well, we could ex- do an experiment and find out, but I am still going to be teaching that day. That's, <laughs> just, that's just next week. And I know I teach that Friday too. Well, we'll I'm not done to, teaching we'll for a while. To, we'll have to have the com- We'll have to do the experiment next year on St. Patty's on Friday. I mean, I might still be teaching that. I was going to, I mean, here's the thing. You can celebrate St. Patrick's Day anytime you want. So it could be, you know, a couple weeks after. Just do a, a St. Patty's Day experiment. And, you know, for science. We for science, of course. Yeah, we, we'd have to, we'll put it on YouTube. And because it's yeah. St. Patty's Day experiment, we'll get on there just in time for the 4th of July. <laughs> exactly. Uh, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> I'm very curious about that now. I want to know, look, if you're a, if you're out there listening to this and you are, I don't know if a dietitian. Or a, um, I'm trying to think of what uh, a butt doctor is called. Um, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> are you looking up a butt doctor? <laughs> you, you type in Google butt doctor, you might get all kinds of things you weren't expecting. Um, I was, I was looking about green beer. Mm, I don't know. Be very, because again, you're, you're talking about, a food coloring, which the body does not really process. Uh, so it'd be, again, be, be interesting, uh, fun experiment for 2023, by the way, 2024 St. Patty's day is on a Sunday. That's no fun. Cause of leap year. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. 2024 leap year. Uh, yeah. So, but I mean, I, you know what, uh, it, this year, uh, I, I, since I'm not going to be drinking because I work the next day, uh, I will probably go see uh, Aquaman 2. Not this year, next year. Next year is what I meant, yeah. Okay, perfect. Uh, so they also have pushed the flashback uh, from this November to June of next year. Now, here's the trade-off on that. You're going to take one iconic uh, character and move him back seven months, but you're taking another iconic character moving him forward six months and that would be shazam fury of the gods uh which was going to be uh in june and now it's going to be december 16th it's going to open opposite 20 centuries avatar 2 now mike we have nine months to you know to not debate this but to plan this but you only have so much money in your in your pocket you can only go to one movie are you going to go yeah. see Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods, or Avatar 2? Definitely Shazam, Shazam 2. And is it because you know already nine months out that you could go and sit through Shazam 2 two times it, that it would take to sit through Avatar once? Uh, I did not know that. The reason I picked Shazam 2 is because I have seen Shazam 1. I have never seen Avatar 1. Really? Yes. I, I have Avatar. I can. I have access to it. I'm sure. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm sure right. it's on HBO it's... Max or something. Disney Plus or I think it's Netflix. on the Plus because it's a, a Fox movie. Yeah. Here's the years ago, pre-children. Uh, my wife and I used to have this little New Year's Eve, New Year's Day tradition where we'd go to a movie, and okay. whatever year it was, it doesn't matter. I'm not looking it up. Uh, we had the option between Avatar. 
or mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr.'s uh, first Sherlock Holmes movie. Okay. And we chose Sherlock Holmes because we looked at, I looked at that runtime. I'm like, three hours. I'll save that one for when I can hit pause. Okay. And uh, so because of that, we I mean, saw what I thought was a very good Sherlock Holmes uh, yeah. movie and uh, I really agree. enjoyed it and still got to see Avatar years later. So it's all good. Yeah. Well, let's talk about some of these other movies that got moved around. Uh, Jason Statham's Meg to the Trench will now open August 4th, 2023. By the way, uh, I think it's funny that that's called The Trench and Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. That They were supposed to have a, a spinoff spin uh, that was going to be with the, the Trench Dwellers. So that's kind of interesting. Be a really funny little crossover there. And Dwayne Johnson took to Instagram to announce that two of his films would be on the move. And the first one being Black Adam, uh, which was originally going to be at the end of July. Now it's going to be at the end of October. And DC League of Super Pets, which co-stars Kevin Hart, Keanu Reeves, and more, uh, is moving uh, to July 29th, back about two months from May 20th. So. Yeah. Uh, a lot of I shuffling. Think, what the hell are they doing? Of, yeah, and I don't know why. I, but You either you know. got the movies done and you're ready to move on or you don't. I don't know. Yeah. So who knows? All right, Mike, let's move on and talk about The Penguin. Yes. Now, I still have not seen The Batman yet. So why are I you talking to me when you could go watch the Batman? I don't know. I, I got, you know, the 10 people that listen to this podcast really want it. So I got to give it to them. Uh, but, ten, you know, it's funny. Is you, you, you were mentioning, yeah, you were mentioning before. You're like, well, if you have time to read, you have time to go watch the movie. But I would only be true is if I can watch the movie about 20 minutes at a time. Because hmm. that's what my reading style is. About 20 minutes, get up, do other things, you know. Maybe play a video game. Oh, uh, about twenty more minutes. Like if the theater allowed me to do that, but only paying for it once, right. <laughs> that would be good. You know, get up, hit you know, hit pause, pause the movie for the right. whole theater. Like, yeah. what the hell's going on? Like everybody, everybody, it's group arcade time. We're gonna right. go play yeah. some games. We're gonna get some snacks. Hit the restroom. We'll come on back. Everybody meet back here in ten. I got. I got to step outside for a second. No, but I, I will at some point in time. I, I'm i hoping to sometime this weekend. Like I said, I've got to figure out a three-hour block of time. And is I want it, to take my son. Well, of course. Yeah. Is, is it that just that you prioritize Spider-Man more than Batman? Uh, it's, it just it worked out for Spider-Man. It just happened to work out that way for Spider-Man. I, like I said, I want to see the Batman because I've only heard good things about it. I don't believe you. But it was also also because for a while there was a run where I was me and Nolan were going to every like Marvel or really just any superhero comic book type of movie, and that got a little expensive. Mm. So after I think it was after Spider Man No Way Home, I was like, okay, I I can't keep going to all these. But then I hear Batman, the Batman's really good, and I'm like, fuck, okay, I got to go to it. You know, I I do I, have a gift card though, so that's good. That's, gonna that's good. Yeah slightly related i noticed something at my last theater venture that i did not notice in previous uh theater ventures 
Okay. So the, the theater in question is the O'Fallon 14 Cine that you've been to numerous times. And as O'Fallon like, 15, right? Yeah, that too. Okay. I'll say, unless they got rid of one of the, the movie theaters, uh, one of the screenings, I, I, I think it's the O'Fallon 15. I'm going to take your word for it. Okay. Um, but I remember as a kid, and even, you know, in my 20s and, and such, going there, and you walk in, there's, of course, the, the ticket area on the left, and on the right, arcade area. Yeah, yeah. The arcade area is not there anymore, Mike. They have replaced really? it with fancy fine dining. A little restaurant inside. Yes, yes. I, 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 a, I don't like that. I know exactly what you're talking about, because I we normally go to the one in Edwardsville, but before, before I moved here, I would go to the one in O'Fallon. Yes. And as soon as you walk in it off to the right, it's like a little kind of really bar area. Right. Bar bistro burger joint yeah. type of thing. So anyway, we say all that to say that HBO max officially orders the penguin series. Now. Okay. So you, you have seen it. Is that something you were wanting are you looking forward to it? I will watch it, but it's not yeah, something yeah. that I could say like would have popular in my opinion would have populated organically out of the movie. Okay. Um, and, but again, I'm also like I don't know, I'm trying to figure out how to like I'm I, I love to root for the hero, you know, like yeah, so yeah. A, a lot of these and we've talked about the past, you know, like the Joker and like all, all these studios are giving their villains a lot of you know like airtime or or tv time or whatever it is but if you're not going to have the batman in this show then what's the point right um if they were going to do like a a more of a gcpd type which was i I think what gotham was supposed to be yeah that's different you know like and again you don't need to necessarily see batman Officially, you know, you can have you know, like Batman's working on this. Maybe you mm-hmm. see, you know, flying overhead or something like that, uh, uh, or you know, gliding, whatever you know, Batman does. Yeah, uh, Batman doesn't fly. Um, but you know, they they've got all these small things, and you know, like you've got Jeffrey Ride is is you know uh, Commissioner Gordon or whatever role he. I can't remember if that's his official title at the end of the movie. Uh, possible. Sorry, um, but you know, I'm like. Fine. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll I'll get this to to the big guy, or you know, something like that type. Of, but I, I think anything in Gotham needs to really have a a, a, a grounding post in Batman. And so yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you do a Penguin um, show. And but again, you see this picture that you were kind enough to share on uh, on our Facebook page. You look at that picture like you don't see Colin Farrell in that. No, no, not at all. I mean, like he 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 completely disappeared in this role to his credit, you know, to the credit of the uh, uh, effects, you know, makeup effects people uh, in in that department. Like that's that doesn't look like Colin Farrell at all. I think I said last week that really only in the eyes do you see. Oh, that's yeah. okay, that's that's kind of Colin Farrell ish. But no, I don't know. It uh, I I wasn't asking for it. I, I didn't. You know, but I'll, I'll watch it. Cause. You know, it, it kinda, I think a lot of people uh, in, in DC, Warner Brothers, whatever you want to say, uh, I think they like to copy James Gunn. 
because obviously James Gunn did the Suicide Squad and then had a, the Peacemaker spinoff. Right. And I, I think I think they just looked at that and said, well, who can we spin off? You know, oh, the Penguin. OK, let's do that. Yeah, um, there's not. I'd be very interested in a Selena Kyle, you know, okay. like at a uh, st- continuation of, of her story. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get into spoilers again because right. you haven't seen it and others haven't. But at the end of the movie, they're, they're, it's open ended uh, okay. as far as her character goes that you could very easily follow, you know, follow her. Now, yeah. I want to talk about that as well. I'm glad we, we got to the, the topic of Catwoman because Zoe Kravitz said that she was not offered or, or turned down for a role as Selena Kyle in The Dark Knight Rises. Did you, yeah, you, I, I, I read the title of it. Right. Same. Um, and I didn't, you know, I didn't read the article, but had to do with the color of her skin. Right. Allegedly. You know, I, I, we weren't yeah, yeah. there. We weren't in the room. That being said, as someone who's seen both movies um, mm-hmm. and, and after you see it, I think you'll agree. I think that's better for her. Uh, you know, okay. there, there's that initial heartbreak of like, well, you know, that's a BS reason or, you know, whatever. Right, it was. Exactly. But I feel like in this movie, that character is given a lot more to do. Uh, yeah. Not to say that being in the Dark Knight Rises hurt Anne Hathaway's career at all. Um, no. But uh, I think Zoe Kravitz was made for for this version of Selena Kyle. Um, everything right. from her her attitude, her mannerisms, her um, action scenes, you know, they're all they all seem to fit very right. I, I hate to use the word again. I'm not trying to sound redundant, but organically, you know, okay. um, it, and so I, I think she knocked out, you know, knocked her role out of the park. And so I'm glad that she, with the benefit of having seen both, I, I so glad that she was able to really thrive in this role. Whereas, you know, I still think that the, the Selena Kyle version that we get in dark Knight rises is more of like, a um, like sidekicky, you know, yeah, and, oh, yeah. and, and and at times maybe even damsel in distress, like I just can't get out of here and just right. let me go, you know, type of thing. They gave Zoe Kravitz so much more in this movie, so okay, I, I think I think you know the the patience paid off. Maybe if, if yeah, that's so. I, that, that's my two because I know that you know that lit up you know comment sections or whatnot this week. So, oh yeah, Mike, tell me about the little monsters. Uh, it's uh, a Jeff Lemire project or the Jeff Lemire book that I saw as I was scrolling through either Twitter uh, or maybe Facebook. I can't remember. I think I put it on both. And this is Jeff Lemire. It says he's one of my favorite writers. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, I have to try and check this out. But I haven't been to Twilight Comics since then. <laughs> so. uh, written by Jeff uh, Lemire, art by Dustin Nguyen, uh, Little Monsters number one. They are the last children on Earth, and they also happen to be vampires. I mean, what what more do you need? Uh, slightly less creepy looking <laughs> cover art, <laughs> but no, that, nope. that works. It's gonna it's gonna sell it's gonna sell books and do very well. Oh yeah. Uh, so we have two topics left to discuss, okay. and I didn't know if you wanted to go the Amazon route first or the Disney Plus route first. Go Amazon first. Amazon first. 
so we have a date now, finally, for season three of The Boys on Amazon oh, yes. Video. Excited. What is it? June something? June 3. June 3rd. Yes. Oh, I've also uh, been will... uh, watching Bob's Burgers, so that's why some of my, you know, sing-songy Linda. <laughs> that's awesome! You know what? I saw... Uh, a movie recently that uh, the creator uh, H. John Benjamin, I think his name is, or John H. Benjamin, uh, the guy who created and voiced uh, Bob's Burgers, mm-hmm. that he was in uh, 2001's Not Another Teen Movie. Tell me he, more plays, he plays um, one of the coaches. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He also voiced Archer. Her voice yes, is Archer. Archer. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, th- I think there's a clip out there somewhere. Maybe not. I, maybe I just, maybe it was a fever dream about Archer and Bob, you know, from Bob's Burgers talking to each other because their voices are just the same. Like he doesn't change his voice right. at all. Archer sounds exactly like Bob's Burger or Bob from Bob's Burger. So here's, and I'm not trying to get off on a Bob's Burgers tangent, but. Oh, I think Bob's Burgers start or started as a comic strip. Really? I th- I thought so. I th- I could have sworn that I remember seeing it. I, I may I may be, I may be wrong. It's possible. Um, I just see it as animated television created. All right. Well. All right. I'm done. <laughs> Well, it's a, okay. So it says a comic book series based on the show published by Dynamite Entertainment began in 2014. No, I remember that, but I, for whatever reason, it, 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 obviously I'm 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 incorrect, but uh, I could have sworn that there was a Bob's Burgers comic strip. Moving on. No. I don't want to spend any more time being wrong. Uh, the boys. <laughs> boys, yes. I'm looking forward to it. I'm as soon as it comes out, uh, and I'm assuming they're going to do the same what they did before, which is probably the first three episodes they'll release at once, and get then weekly after that, get your uh, uh, hooks in there and get, yeah. bite off a big chunk of it. The the poster that you were kind enough to share yes. shows shows our boy Carl Urban with glowy eyes. Yes, do you think does, he's going to have he superpowers? A, does he? I don't know. I'm gonna have to go back and watch first two seasons. Uh, I've we, seen the same thing. <laughs> we also know this is the uh, season where we're going to get uh, Jensen Ackles. Oh yes, Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, and we're supposed to get an episode called uh, or designed around hero gasm. Okay. You never read the boys. I have not, but I'm going to see if it's here. And I don't think. Oh, oh, yeah. The boys hero gasm. I got this is from free comic book day at Charlotte Comics, Swansea, Illinois. Dang. I have not read it yet, but the boys hero gasm. It's the first part. We'll, we'll just say uh, it's graphic in nature. But yeah, I mean. If you watch any of the boys, yeah, I can tell you that much. So, June 3rd, uh, can expect 
That'll be one of those shows that I'll watch like an episode or, or so at night when the whole family's in bed. Right. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's move on to something that's coming a little bit sooner. And that would be Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. The trailer out, I believe it comes out May, May 25th, possibly five days before Moon Knight. Uh, no, I enjoy Moon Knight's the, the end of this month, isn't it? Oh, March. That's right. March. Uh, yeah. March May, it's basically the same thing. Nope. There's a month in between you know? them. Well, there's like almost identical. Yeah. Sorry. March. <laughs> uh, but anyway, oh, that doesn't matter. Obi Wan Kenobi, May uh, 25th. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I watched the trailer. I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to watch it. I believe. I don't know how many episodes it is. I'm guessing probably eight. And released weekly, I'm assuming as well. I would, yeah, I'd venture in the six to eight realm. Um, so Joel Edgerton is back. Yes. As you saw from the trailer, uh, he's back as Uncle Owen, which is kind of hilarious. Um, Ewan McGregor, of course, is back as Obi-Wan. This story allegedly takes place 10 years after the end of Revenge of the Sith, right? When when uh, Padme has, spoiler alert, yeah. died of a broken heart. Uh, and, and Leia goes off to Alderaan, and Obi-Wan takes Luke to um, Tatooine. Uh, yes. Hayden Christensen is also uh, going to be in the show. Did you see him in the trailer? I don't remember seeing him in the trailer, actually. And I know I watched the trailer. So maybe it was just something that maybe I wasn't paying as much attention as I, I should have been. Maybe you weren't. I'll, I'll watch it again because I heard watch, that he was in it. Let's watch it right now. Okay, sure. Do you are you to share it? There's no, really no way to to play it over the <laughs> over okay, the thing. <laughs> um, you just you put it on your phone and then you put it up to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> but only one of us can watch it because I'll I'll, I'll right. be watching it the the uh, right, yeah. <laughs> reflection in the camera on the screen. Yeah. Uh, I, I I I thought now look, it's entirely possible that I'm incorrect. It wouldn't be the first time this episode that I was incorrect. Uh, but I thought I saw a non masked Hayden Christensen Darth Vader. Okay. I'd have to go back and look now. But yeah. Um so anyway, very look, am I as excited for this as I will be for the next episode of or next season of Mandalorian? Probably not. Right. But that doesn't mean I'm not excited for it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally understandable. And you and McGregor, that guy's been doing it forever. I mean, do you have a favorite Ewan McGregor role? No, not necessarily. Do you have a favorite one? Yeah, but it's not like anything that's going to. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to. Well, just, just it, say what it, your favorite is. It doesn't matter. There was a movie that he was in. I'm trying to find the year. It had to be like 2005. So yeah, right. 2005. And I'm not saying this is my favorite. This is one when oftentimes when I think of Ewan McGregor, I think of the the movie uh, The Island. Okay. Did you ever see The Island? No, but it sounds familiar. It co-stars a uh, uh, young Scarlett Johansson. Okay, nice. 
and and other people. Other people are also in the movie. It's not just the two of them. Um, oh, well, never mind then. <laughs> right. Uh, it's a Michael Bay movie, so you know, take it with a grain of salt. Um, let's see. I know Steve Buscemi's in it. Michael Clark okay. Duncan, Sean Bean, um, other people. I mean, it, it's got a fairly decent roster. Just not sure if I like keep listing off names. Did you be like, I know all of them? Yeah. Um, <laughs> a man living in a futuristic sterile colony begins to question his circumscribed, not circumcised, circumscribed existence when his friend is chosen to go to the island. The last uncontaminated place on Earth. Right. Now, can I give you a spoiler for a movie that's 17 years old? Sure. The island is not an island at all. These Son are all <laughs> these individuals uh, it, that are, you know, in this sterile colony are all clones of rich and influential people. And okay. if something happens to the person, what they do is they basically kill the clone to like harvest an organ. Like if you need a kidney, right? Don't worry, right. we got an exact copy right here. Um, and so the the movie stars Ewan McGregor as um, I mean, he, technically his uh, like I don't know clone name is Lincoln okay. Six Echo, uh, and his like real like the person on the outside uh or whatever you know like the celebrity version the guy's name is tom lincoln uh but that's how they coordinate you know your your right. first your first name in the colony is the last name of the person that you are you know the clone of and then like yeah. six echo is the like the year of the you know your clone like in the process or whatever um type of thing so but he he starts like he's like, something's not right here, you know? And he kind of does some investigating and finds one of his, what, who he thought was a friend, you know, who's mm -hmm. gone to the Island uh, to be like, he's up there like cut open in surgery and he freaks out. He's like, Oh, it's, this is not a, this is not healthy at all. And, and uh, you know, like there's no Island. They, he, he escapes with Scarlett Johansson. Uh, okay. And then they find out uh, in the real world that, you know, like they find their, duplicate you know like the original yeah. and uh and they're like we had no idea that we just thought they were organs and not people like no like these this company's killed hundreds of my friends or you know whatever it is spoiler alert if it hasn't been spoiled enough at the yeah. end they take his fancy boat and they mm -hmm. go to an island okay all right you know what else Ewan McGregor is in, or he will be in, bringing it back to something we've talked about earlier. He's actually in the Pinocchio Guillermo del Toro uh, animated uh, movie. He is? As Sebastian J. Cricket. <gasps> but not Jiminy. Well, that's what the J is for. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I would I would assume so. Are you sure? That is not showing up on his filmography on IMDb. If you go to uh, uh, Pinocchio 2022 animated film, you'll see him on the cast. There, there's the voice cast there. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Gregory Mann as Pinocchio, Ewan McGregor as Sebastian J. Cricket, David Bradley as Master Geppetto, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Tilda Swinton's in there. Mm-hmm. Ron Perlman's in there. John Turturro. Yes. So he's in a lot of things. I forgot that he was in uh, Black Hawk Down from 2001. So did I. Also, I can't believe that that movie was 21 years ago. Yeah, I know. So I remember that being a good, I haven't seen, I probably haven't seen it in 20 years, to be honest with you. It's probably been 15 for me. Yeah. It's a good old fashioned war movie. Yep. Yep. All right, Mike. Uh, do we have anything else? No, that's it. Well, how about that, y'all? All right. We done got it all buttoned up. Now, let me ask you this. This is not comic related. Okay. Res- WrestleMania. Do you think Steve okay. Austin, do you think Steve Austin beats Kevin Owens? Uh, yes. Well, they're, they're not going to have uh, Stone Cold come back to lose. I agree. But you know, I, unless I, unless they do it to where the only way Kevin Owens and by the way, I don't even watch wrestling me. that much. Um, only way Kevin Owens is going to win is if it's like a cheap shot or something like that. But I don't even see that happening. I, I don't see them allowing Kevin Owens to pin Stone Cold one, two, three in the middle of the ring. And I, I think it's obviously money talks and bullshit walks, but I, yeah. I think it's I'm not going to say hypocritical, um, but when and, and this astounds me because I see it more and more these guys who have career ending injuries especially like neck and back injuries and yeah. things like that who are like I'm good yeah I'm gonna get in there and you know do stupid shit again right um, and that's not me like look I'm not discounting anything wrestling and I'm not here pooping on on mm-hmm. anybody's fun but like if you had to like obviously you didn't want to. You had a lot of good years left uh, in front of you, but if you had to retire medically, like there's right. not typically a whole lot of coming back from that. So um, you know, he I don't I haven't listened to the Steve Austin podcast in years, but he's always talking about the stack of dimes called my neck. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, uh, I I just I don't to risk paralysis. You know, or, or some major medical event. I don't think it. I don't think it's worth it. But so, and then uh, I'm not Steve uh, Austin. I, I'm not looking right. at that. You know, seven figure payday. So I also uh, I, I was reading something. I think that was Jr. was talking about. Maybe it wasn't him. I don't remember. But he was talking about how he doesn't think that Stone Cold is actually going to wrestle at WrestleMania because oh, he okay. said he's too much of a perfectionist. And he realizes that his body, he said his body looks great on, you know, pictures and stuff like that. But he's like, he's what, 50 something probably. And he goes, he's not going to perform the same way. And, and Stone Cold's the type of person who he wants to be perfect with it. Right. So he doesn't think that it's going to actually be him wrestling. Yeah, that's true. He might just um, be in the corner or something. 57. Yeah. Then, 57, 57 yeah. years old. So, you know, Brandon, and I, I, I wish realize, I looked that good at that. Right. 39, let alone 57. So. Right, exactly. And then as far as, you know, um, having to retire because of an injury and stuff like that, I I can understand somebody 
who they, you know, they have, they're forced to retire because of that, but then they rehab, do whatever. And they, and they do all this to go, okay, I'm going to do one last match or I'm going to do one last run. So one, one year and, and I'm going to end on my own terms sure. because the only other way you're going to uh, end it, is it going to be people stop caring about you? So you go from, and I'm not saying anybody, people have done this, obviously, but going from, you know, the top to your wrestling in, you know, a gymnasium or you get injured again and you have to retire again. Yeah. So no matter what, you're on borrowed time. Yeah. So, hey, look, all we can say is wish him well. We we wonder if it'll move the needle, you know. Oh, oh, he definitely will. I don't even know. So. Uh, I want yeah, I mean, people are going to, sure. you, you watched it 20 something years ago. I watched it 20 something years ago, but even yep. I'm not sure if I'm going to sit there and, and watch, watch the wrestling event. I just don't know. Right. You know, unless, unless like I had people over, but now wrestling is a two night, exactly. WrestleMania yes. is a two night thing. So it's like, right. All right either everybody's staying the night. We're going to put you to work tomorrow to mow the lawn or we'll right. see you tomorrow. Or it's just, it's not happening. So. Well, no, and it would, it would 100% be if, if other people were watching it. You know, if, if you think about it, if, if I mean, let's say best friend of the show, Josh, we haven't mentioned yet, so we got to mention him right now. Uh, if, if, Although if, he won't listen because he doesn't right. really like. <laughs> right. But if he, uh, if he, let's say, let's say he lived close by and he called you up and was like, dude, Stone Cold's back. I'm getting the pay per view or not pay per view, the premium live event. You coming over? Hell yeah. I'm coming over for that. I'll, I'll come over to check that out, you know? And thanks to best friend of the show, Josh. I already can watch it. <laughs> right. <laughs> thanks, Josh. So, all right. Well, we got a month or so, I think, until Mania. So we we can devise a plan. Maybe maybe we'll get together, Mike. Maybe you and uh, and, and your boy come over and uh, and you, you know we'll put you to work. We'll feed you, but we'll put you to work. So, um, but that is it for this episode of Nerds United. As we close. Uh, turn the page on another chapter of this illustrious podcast. There we go. Not not yes. this. It's one of these. Uh, we thank you for tuning in, for listening, for being a part of this fun run that we have. Um, not one of those crazy 5K run runs. No, this is like a fun run to the fridge for more beer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, that is it. Uh, we appreciate you all. Uh, and look, if, if our begging and pleading for you to share, uh, like, you know, rate review, all that stuff. If it hadn't worked by now, it's not good. It's not going to work starting yeah. now. So, um, just thanks. Thanks for hanging yes. out with us for uh, an hour or so. And, uh, we will see you next time on nerds United for myself, Greg Mahashko for the co-host of the year, Mike Luther, be kind. And rewind. This is a production of the jittery monkey podcast network for more jittery shenanigans. Go to jitterymonkey.com. monkey.com.